Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Between the Ears podcast brought to you by Sports Illustrated's Mountaineer Maven. I'm your host, Skylar Callahan, and joined with me today, filling in for Chris, is Zach Campbell. Zach, say hello to the folks. What's going on, everybody? Happy game day. Happy game day is right. West Virginia will be taking on the the third-ranked Kansas Jayhawks today. They'll play number one Baylor this Saturday in Waco. And just a quick shout-out for Zach. If you haven't followed his podcast, uh, him and John Pentall, both writers here on Mountaineer Maven, they do the Blue Lock podcast, which you can find on just about any digital streaming outlet. And I advise you to go listen to those guys. They have a lot of fun doing what they do. So, Getting into tonight's game, West Virginia versus Kansas. The Mountaineers are undefeated this season in the WVU Coliseum. It's never happened, I don't believe, that they've actually ran the table at home for an entire season. Me and Chris are still trying to dig up uh, the stats on that. But they face a tough test today against the third-ranked Kansas Jayhawks coming off of an, an embarrassing loss. Well, I wouldn't say embarrassing, but a disappointing loss out in Norman on Saturday to Oklahoma where they could not buy a shot. And this seems to be, Zach, kind of the theme of this season, winning big at home and falling on the road and just falling to shambles and pieces. What does this team have to do to find find some sort of consistency? Yeah, it's it's the tale of two teams, it really is. Um, like I said, they're nationally juggernaut at home and they're – and they and they just been kind of holding on the road. Um, I mean, you can't ask for a bigger advantage than playing in front of a sold out Coliseum crowd. Fran Fran Pichilla on the mic. Um, Kansas has given as good as it's gotten, and not being able to win at the fog. But typically, even last year in a down year, we took care of Kansas at home. Um, and I think it's a must-win. Every game between now and the end of the season is a must-win, but this one in particular. Um, and, and I think it all starts up front. I think it all starts up front with Derek Culver and Oscar Shibwe and what they can do to lock down Paducah Azabuke. That's my, that, is my, that is my number one kind of secret to winning the game tonight. I don't, I don't know how you feel, but I, I think if, if you get that first chip to fall, everything else will follow suit. Yeah, well, I mean, they definitely got to hit some shots. This has been an offense that has struggled all season long in, in finding ways to, to get the ball to go through the net. And uh, without guys being named Derek Culver or Oscar Sheboy, it's been very hard to watch. And for whatever reason, I, I don't know. They're they're shooting uh, 43% on the year uh, from the floor. Uh, three-point uh, – don't have the three-point field goal percentage, but I know it's not good at all. And – Huggins said that the one thing that may be the issue with this team is just their experience. They're ranked 300th in the country and dead last in Power 5 in experience. That may be one of the contributing factors as to this team being kind of up and down, home and away. But I agree. You know, Yudoka Azabuki is absolutely the thing that makes Kansas go. He is the, the most integral part of their team, and he is what has been a Mountaineer killer over the last – four years that he's been at Kansas. He is a dominant uh, big underneath, and Bob Huggins said it yesterday. If they hadn't learned to come and help up on defense, all of these lobs to Azabuki would have never happened, and he, and that's what has to happen tonight if West Virginia wants to slow down their offense. Don't help up. Stay back yeah. and, and guard your man. Yeah, and, and helping us <laughs> – 
not helping up is sort of basketball 101. I mean, you, you start learning that when you're in like, you know, playing A League in eighth grade and stuff. Um, you know, what, what I, uh, one of the things, and John and I talked about this over on our, our pod was, uh, you look at three of West Virginia's road losses, one of the consistent themes in, in, in not being able to get wins on the road, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, um, in each of those games, one of a, a respected player in each one of those teams have had career days against West Virginia. So it's bad enough that West Virginia can't get shots to fall. It's even worse being such a touted uh, half-court defensive team that, that people seem to have the best days of their lives shooting <laughs> against West Virginia. Now, that's obviously a little bit of a different story at home in, in the Coliseum, and, and I really hope that that trend continues tonight. But it's just, it's just something interesting, like not only wilting on the road, but giving guys opportunities to, to play the best games of their lives against them as well. Um, so, yeah, so you're right. Between Ozbuki and shots falling, you also can't let someone else get loose for, you know, 27, 28, 30 points against you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's kind of like hearkening back to Big 12 football. It's like, if you want to get in a shootout, well, you got to be able to go gun for gun, right? And West Virginia hasn't really been able to do that at critical junctures this year in Big 12 play. Yeah, and, I, and again, I think a lot of this has to do with the experience that West Virginia, I would guess, is lacking or, you know, but for for West Virginia to make a run down the, the rest of February, March, and hopefully into April, is they're going to have to start not only making shots, but they're going to start have to making start having to make free throws. This is something that oh, has God. plagued this team, and not just this team. This has almost seemingly been every year under Bob Huggins. Is just for whatever reason they can't get free throws to fall. And when you're playing a team like Kansas today, you're playing or tonight, and you're playing a team like Baylor on Saturday you're going to have to hit free throws in order to keep up with those two teams because they are so efficient on the offensive end, every little point matters. So other than that, taking a look at our uh, three keys to a Mountaineer victory today, this is an article uh, that we're kind of taking some some pieces from uh, John Pentall. Uh, number one is limited can- limit Kansas's second chance uh, points and opportunities. Kansas is absolutely one of the best teams in the country when it comes to knocking down three-point shots and doing it off of a second chance. They're averaging a a little bit over 70 points a game. Uh, It's actually 75 points a game, which is uh, something we'll get to here in a second. But their offense is already good enough. And with West Virginia struggling on the offensive end, you can't give them extra chances. Uh, The second one is forcing bad shots. This is something that the Mountaineers have done pretty good for the most part. Uh, again, but this is always happening at home. They're not doing doing the the defensive. Um, I, I guess their 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 points of emphasis on defense on the road as they are at home. So you got to force bad shots. And the third and final key to the game is scoring in the half court, which is again something we've been already saying three hundred times on this on this very episode that you've got to be able to get some sort of flow on the offensive end, and it all starts with Culver and Sheboy. Yeah, it, it's it's. I think I think John hit the nail on 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 the on the head there. I mean, it is imperative, really, to again assert yourself in half court defense. It's not press Virginia, so they're they're not going to harass people up and down the court like in you know, the last few years, and we've seen that this year. 
but they they have to going back to what you said help but help effectively don't help and put yourself in in your teammates in bad position where they're where you're where you're shifting too far over you're helping up and then oh look here's a guy on an island in the corner where here's Azabuke underneath where you know he's a wall he's seven feet 270 pounds all he's got to do is is just catch lobs all day long and kill you um so help smart and then like you said um forcing bad shots easy feet um scoring the half court I, I mean and i'll i'll even shoehorn free throws into that because i think even last week against oklahoma that loss the difference the, the point differential actually came down to just free free throws and you got to do it at home and and, my, and i'm i'm just as missed as everybody else out there i have no idea why west virginia can't hit free throws it's <laughs> it's just it's comical at this point. It's like it's like Monty Python, man. Like it's got to happen at some point. <laughs> and it's and, not. And it's not just the bigs too. It's guards. It's guys that are supposed to make free throws. Yeah, ironically enough, Derek Culver seems to be one of the most reliable, if not the most reliable, free throw shooter on the team. Yeah, and that's that's how. And and I don't have his stats here in front of me, but that's at least been sort of the optics for me this season. Every time he's, he's gone to the line, it looks like it's going in, and he. He's your, he's your six, you know, six ten, six eleven front court threat. That, that's not how it should be, you know. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. And and God forbid the game comes down tonight to you know a six or seven point margin where it's just trips to the line. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of faith West Virginia can win that game based on based on numbers up to this point. And I really hope that that changes tonight because um, we've seen them go into. We've seen them go on runs and, and have spurts of really, you know, a big offensive output, um, especially at home. I mean, you look at what they did to Texas, TCU. I mean, they've absolutely slaughtered some teams. But the free throw thing has to start becoming a, a, a strength because come tournament time, I mean, you know, and, and I know, and everyone else that's been watching these guys – uh, they're prone to, to going to sleep on offense. Yes. And and effort, those effort plays, you know, getting tied up, going for rebounds. A lot of times you draw fouls out of that. You've got to make good on those because that, that's an extra 10, 15 points worth of uncontested shots that you just have to make. Yeah, and, and the crazy stat I think Frank Fischilla shared earlier in the season is that between Culver and Shibway both, they're almost averaging drawing – enough fouls to foul out three guys. That's insane. So just between Good. those two, they're creating a ton of opportunities at the charity strike. They've got to start hitting those and taking advantage. And I think another thing is West Virginia doesn't have that go-to guy on the offensive end. They don't have a Javon Carter, a Daxter Miles, a Deshaun Butler, a Kevin Jones. They don't have that guy that is a is a is almost a lock to, to knock down some shots. So they're going to have to take advantage of every little part of the game if they want to win tonight. So with that, Zach, we're going to go ahead and close the show with our prediction of tonight's game. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll we'll leave out the Baylor prediction because we may do another one before that. But go ahead and give your prediction for tonight's uh, game with the final score. I have, you know, 
again, it's consistent with who they are on the road, who they are at home. As, as much as they scare me on the road anymore, I am so confident in their ability at home, especially it seems like they've, they've stepped up and played some of their best basketball against some of the, their, their best competition this year. You know, tight game at the fog against Kansas, beat Ohio, then number two Ohio State on the road. Um, they seem to be playing to the level of their competition, and Kansas is number three, number three ranked team in the country. So I think, I think it'll be pure energy inside there tonight. Western at home, don't have a reason to doubt them. I think they win a close one. I think it comes down to, to the wire, but I, I like West Virginia, 77 over Kansas, uh, 64. 77-64, okay. So a little bit of, little bit of breathing room there. So I'm going to – I was going to say that, that the undefeated uh, record is going to end tonight, but for some reason I have this weird feeling – that West Virginia is going to be able to do it again. Again, this is a team that beat Kansas at home last year, and this was a miserable team last year, only 15-21. and 21. They've still found a way to beat Kansas at home. So with that being said, I'm going to go West Virginia 68-64. Uh, to 64. And the, the, fun, the funny thing about it is I'm going to actually say the thing that we've been dogging them on, free throws, is what helps West Virginia win this game. And we'll hear Huggins talk about it in the postgame. I think they hit a couple of big free throws late to seal the deal and get the victory. So with that said, uh, for Zach Campbell, I'm Skylar Callahan. This has been another episode of the Between the Ears podcast. Be sure to follow Zach and John Pentall on the Blue, on the Blue Lot podcast as well and follow all of our coverage of West Virginia basketball tonight. And be, be sure to go on our game thread. We're going to have – constant updates and you can chat with us on staff and other Mountaineer fans as well so good luck uh to the Mountaineers tonight we'll be watching and covering them as well and And, uh Zach you got anything else to say yeah I will say for 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 those of you who are in in an unfortunate circumstance that cannot actually watch the game based on your geographic displacement and uh the fact that we don't have the primetime coverage on TV. If you hate ESPN Plus game thread, great place to talk about that. Yes. You can have an ESPN Plus hate sesh on the game thread. You are welcome to come there and do that. Absolutely. So if you, if you don't have ESPN Plus, be sure to pop in on the game thread. We're going to be giving you live updates uh, as the second comes around. So be sure to follow that. And until next week, we'll see you guys then.